What did I just say? Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Carrie. And we're, and we're too, too drunk, drunk to track. <laughs> we, we did great. I think we did pretty well. We're gonna I keep mean, getting better and better. I I do want to point out to uh mostly Krista that even like dogs can learn how to do really complicated things. So the fact that Sarah and I eventually got on the same page and can kind of do the right thing, that doesn't mean that your world is ending. It just means that we're as good as Lassie. Yeah, it. I think what it means is that <laughs> if you do the same thing wrong enough times, you'll yeah. eventually do the same wrong thing together. Yeah. And that's um, how we got where we are today. And also, like, cats can learn how to use a toilet and not a litter to talk. Yeah. So I feel like we are probably better than uh, cats that can poop in a toilet. <laughs> yeah. Not by like, a lot. Like, because no, like... of the booze, especially. That's that. All right. <laughs> like, maybe I'm on, like, the right plane of a cat that's capable of pooping in a toilet yeah we're, right now. we're on similar level <laughs> um and i think it's equally impressive yeah 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 oh yeah we're anyway doing we're doing great all right so this episode is called the squire of gothos yes he is awful yeah we're not there yet the but squire spoilers. he's a squire is squire. terrible also um this is maybe spoilers, but why is Squire even mentioned? Because it's not like that time period had Squires. He, he talks about it a little bit, like he retired and now he's a Squire. He gets a lot of stuff that doesn't really make sense. We'll talk about it, guys. We'll yeah. Talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We start this episode um, on the bridge and there is a new yeoman just handing out coffee to everybody because I guess that's what they do now. They're like flight attendants. So that's what the yeoman is now. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just so a, a flight attendant. And she's blonde, and I don't know that we've seen her before. We might have. I'm very bad at people. Um, I don't know. But she is, she's just handing coffee to everybody, and they're all drinking it, and they're talking about how they're passing through some void, and there's, of course, the inevitable conversation where uh, Kirk and Bones are talking about deserts and how they're like these vast waterless wastelands. But then you have like oases with palm trees and blah, blah, blah. And Spock, he doesn't get it. Like mm-hmm. why that would be like I why you'd want to go there. And Bones is like, that makes sense to me that you wouldn't get that. So like we had to already have the conversation. Where Spock says, that's not logical. And then yeah. and then Bones goes, Ew and your logic. And Personally, I I don't care how many palm trees and pleasant little pools there are. I don't want to ever be in a fucking desert. Ever. Uh-uh. I don't uh-uh. want to be near one. Because you know it's what it everything is? that I hate. It's everything I hate. It's, it's illogical. Hell. It's illogical yeah. to go there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's hot, like mm-hmm. real hot. Um, and it's hot and there's a lot of sun and there's not a lot of yeah. shade and there's that it's, I don't want to go to Hawaii for the same reason. <laughs> like I don't, I have no interest in going to Hawaii, which is apparently a tropical paradise because it's hot and there's a lot of sun and I don't want to go there. Why the yeah. fuck 
what I like. Oh man, deserts are so nice. There's such some a palm tree, I guess, <laughs> I believe or whatever. Called it some sort of paradise. I know it was it was a strange conversation. Yeah. Um. Which so I understand why Spock didn't get it. Um. Which and is then, logical because it makes sense. Yes. Uh. <laughs> but either way. Um, they are going through this basically wasteland in space. It's a big void. There's nothing here to see until suddenly there's something here to see. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it I don't know how. appears on the screen. There's I like this know. little dot, like in the middle of the very, very screen. And they're like, whoa, suddenly there's a thing here. And they were like, but we are, we did all the scans and there wasn't a thing here. And they're like, yeah, but there, there's, a, there's a thing here. So. There wasn't a thing and now there's a thing. Um, uh-huh. And it's a, it, it ends up being like an entire planet that they missed. Yeah. Like, or it's the size, it's a body the size of a planet that they somehow missed. Um, yeah, and then and- they, they say something about a light vortex or something. They try to make some sort of sciencey words to stick in. They're like, oh yeah, it must have been a, I don't know, thing that was fucking up our things. I don't... Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah they're like, there's something that's messing with the sensors or something. Oh, oh yeah, no. it's a light warp is what they... Couldn't see it because of the light warp. Yeah, it, I, they couldn't see it because I'm pretty sure it wasn't there previously. Yeah. But, um, th- her is trying to call out, but she's getting, like, interference, and so they're like, oh, it must be, like, a, some sort of radio source from this planet. Um, and so... Sulu's trying to get readings on it and he stands up and looks like kind of uncomfortable and then like freezes and disappears. This this is, this is one little thing to stick in because this, I'm pretty sure it's in the right place, but basically Kirk is like, we can't investigate that. We have to get the supplies to this beta something. Like we got a, we we got a mission. We can't even look at this stupid thing over here. Oh, see, I I don't remember that at all. But yeah. I, you're probably right that that did happen. Yeah, couldn't uh, see because Light Warp can't investigate. They need those supplies. Oh, and someone needed supplies. Yeah, and then he tells probably. Sulu to veer 40 degrees. And then and that's, that's that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, okay. That's See, you're so much better at this than me. No. I know you don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's so <laughs> Sulu disappears and Kirk's like, what the fuck? And he like runs over to where Sulu was. And then he freezes and disappears. And everybody's like, what happened? Yeah. And then we go to our entrail. No, and then Spock is like, kick this shit in reverse. Whatever the fuck just happened, we gotta just back up, oh, yeah. back it up, back, back, back it up. Back it up, back go. it up. Yeah. We gotta go, we gotta go. We're, we gotta know. We're not getting any closer. We need to get further away because as soon as we got close to this thing, things went real fucking wrong. Because they're like they're supposed to be going through the space desert, and that's like the shortest path to get to the place. So they were just doing like a straight through, and then they were like saw the little planet. They're like, oh well, we'll just go around it, you know, yeah. no big deal. Because so far in the history of watching Star Trek, going around has worked every, every single time. Every time, never been an yeah. issue. It's never been an issue, and so they're like, we'll just go around it, and then they they can't, and then people disappear, and then Spock's like, well. Back it up, fuck it. This is this is not working. No, JK, JK, yeah. we're gonna yeah. <laughs> and, and then, yes, the intro, which I now in my notes uh today I wrote intro off to the side and underlined it so that I would know where I was because I never remember where the That's intro really comes in. Yeah, you're, I feel really so, proud of that. You're actually getting, I think, better at notes, and I'm getting worse. I 
There's because been... the episodes are getting worse. This is less yeah. interesting as we go on. And I'm yeah. realizing like the more that I pay attention the first time, the less I have to pay attention the second time. I see. I see. Yeah. Which, yeah. And I didn't really pay too much attention either time. I mean, oh. I paid a little bit, but like after I watched it the first time, I was upset. Yeah. That it existed. And then I stopped paying attention the second time because I didn't want to watch it again. (laughs) Sarah messaged me and she was like, I don't, I don't want to watch this again. And I, and I, (laughs) part of me thinks she was looking for an out. Like maybe we can just skip it. Like maybe Maybe we can can just just go off our notes, see what happens. Yeah, we already did this. It's awful. Um, but uh, better. <laughs> but I think I think for me at least, uh, what happens is I take we watch it, I take really good notes, but the second watch through, when I've been kind of drunk, like it puts me in state learned behavior where I remember yeah. better what happened because I was already kind of drunk when I watched it. So it's easier it's easier to like be like, oh no, that's not what happened. I remember this. I would never yeah. just the notes. So even though it's it is a uh, suffering Painful. pain yeah. that we and this one wasn't that bad. There was it wasn't there, even a bad episode. It was just uh, it has it a part. Really like. There's a part that's not the best, and then you know it was terrible. But <laughs> not it's not good, but it's not terrible. And so it's, we've yeah. been through worse. Yeah. Oh my God. We have been through so much worse. Yeah. (laughs) Like at least it was entertaining the whole way through. Like there was no like lulls really. It wasn't super boring and it wasn't like super incelly. So it had, so those are the strong points of this episode, I guess is what we're saying. Um. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And we'll get there. We'll explain it all. So uh, we have a captain's log after the intro where Spock is doing the reporting and they, he's saying that they're orbiting the planet um, and the whole ship is on red alert. They, they haven't found any life forms on the planet currently. Um, and her, like he checks with her too. And she's also not getting any readings. So I don't really know what was going on here. They were having a conversation as to what they're going to do. And, and Spock's decision basically is to, proceed like looking for like i don't know what else they would do like what other options do they have just leave their crewmates behind <laughs> like, yeah i don't i don't know so they uh they get a reading from the planet's surface and find out basically that it's it's deadly for like any life forms that would be on the planet's surface it's like toxic air gases volcanoes just bad shit everything the whole yeah. it's hell the whole thing is terrible it's, it's like a planet like, of hell yeah he's like oh what's the planet like um deadly yeah it's like it's like you'd be dead if you were on it yeah but then ahura starts getting a some sort of notification from the planet and she brings it up on the screen not the big screen in the front it's no. by there's there's always a screen by spock's workstation and it's like that's what they usually look at when they're looking at like medical reports. It's not oh, yeah. the big front screen; it's like the side Spock screen. It's always that, that her is sitting in front of, like bringing up this information. Yeah, but it's so still she, in front of Spock because he's standing there looking at it. Well, but yeah, he comes up behind her. Anyhow, because she was sitting at the wrong area. She was sitting at Spock's area. Yeah, it, yeah. They mix they mixed it up on us. It was weird. They do that sometimes. 
Um, and it, it, up on the screen, it says, greetings and felicitations. And Spock's just hold like... On, hold on. I'm, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna Google real fast. Felicitations. It's Words French. expressing expressing praise for an achievement or good wishes on a special occasion. Yeah, that's not a word that we use at all. I've heard felicitations. I thought it was French. I don't know why. It probably is. Yeah, it sounds Frenchish, and there's a lot of talk about France in this episode, so. It is my honor to extend the felicitations of the president of France to you. I don't know if that counts because it's just a sentence. It says context. context. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We've done our research barely. (laughs) Yeah. Look, we Googled a thing. Google, 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 Google. (laughs) Anyhow, okay. Continue. The screen changes and it says, hip, hip, hurrah. And yeah. and Spock reads this, and then it says "tally ho," and he goes, "I believe it's pronounced tally ho." <laughs> it's like, yeah, I believe, believe it's pronounced. You believe that exactly as it's spelled, <laughs> like tally ho. Yeah, tally ho. <laughs> what else would it? How else would it be pronounced, Spock? Tally ho. A huntsman's cry to the hounds on sighting a fox. Oh, that's actually. Oh. That makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers, intrigue, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing that we did not get because we didn't know what Tally Ho was. Yeah, but I we just Googled it and now we get it. Yeah. Two times through, now we're talking about it. So this is weird, this whole thing. And Spock goes over to McCoy and he's like, I'll take any theories you guys got. And it's it's McCoy. It's some like navigator guy that we've never met before because yeah. they like to bring those in which is so weird i so uh, we need i need to tangent just a little bit because okay. the navigator never being the same person bothers me because everybody else is the same but they just keep bringing in these random people to be like actually the person that's driving the ship it doesn't make any sense everybody else is the same they're the characters and then there's just this one random person who does whatever they're going to do in the episode. Yeah. But like, if you're going to be on the deck of the Starship Enterprise, don't you think that you would not be constantly replaced? I don't. Like, I don't the know. Bridge. They're it's they're the, the best of the best, and they're they're supposed to be leading always this. different <laughs> like yeah but it's always I, a different person and I, there's been a couple episodes where like they were integral in the actual plot of the episode but sometimes they're not they just are not they don't I wonder matter if it, if it was a budget thing like it was cheaper to hire like one-off actors for each of these roles <laughs> than yeah. to All have right. like so another we need we need the <laughs> the the lady that's important. We need the weirdo. That's important. Yeah. We need the douchebag Kirk. That's important. Yeah. Uh, we need that Asian guy. He's important. Everybody else, I don't know. Just change it up. Just, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, just <laughs> whoever's whoever's cheapest on the uh, list of actors. That one. Yeah. Let's hire them. Is he so, kind of good looking ish? Yeah, or her. Yeah. Is she is she not fat? I guess she can be in our episode. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, everything's fine. So, uh, 
they are discussing theories. Nobody has a particularly good one. Bone says if if he had to guess that he would say there's some sort of life form on that planet. Thanks, yep. Bones. <laughs> Bones says there must be life. There oh, must be life. how helpful. Wow. That's... Yeah. And so Scotty, like, immediately volunteers for the mission to, like, go down on this planet into this deadly atmosphere yeah. and, like, figure out what, like, he's like, I'm ready to go find our friends. And yep. fuck it, let's go. Yeah. And Spock's like, uh, Scotty, you and I can't Leroy Jenkins into this because. Yeah. We're, we're actually we're the most important people on the ship right at this very yeah. moment. We're we we're, need, we're we need to be here. Yeah. We we are the shit and we can't like this ship can't fly without our guidance. So Yeah. Sit your but ass you know, down. You know who can go? Bones. Bones. Yeah. Bones yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'll never understand the medical mind. You know, um, they're <laughs> Oh my god! You know, it's just it's it's they're doctors. They're totally replaceable, right? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, doctors aren't yeah. like I'm pretty sure they don't have that much schooling, and anybody can do their job. Uh, yeah, pretty. According much. According to the internet, they certainly know more than doctors most of the yeah. time. Yeah. So. Uh, have you seen YouTube? Because yeah. I have seen YouTube, and, and you know, YouTube has two hundred more years of information on it at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway they decide that bones and the navigator and some other guy can just they can beam down they're fine to beam down yeah Uh, disposable is what they're they're, basically uh so we go to the transporter room and they call to her and she's like well we haven't got any more messages since those two and i guess like their way of surviving this like gaseous like hostile surface like is to wear like this little tiny face mask thing with like a like a respirator on it i guess like yeah it looks like yeah it looks like when somebody's in the hospital and they have the oxygen over top of their like not the tubes going in but there's like an actual mask an oxygen mask and then there's like a pool tube like for a filter that's going down into and something and they don't show what the something is but that's this this is like again this is like a hell world where you die instantly uh it's probably acidic it's probably gonna burn your skin on contact but they got this little face mask <laughs> like i just don't under like like they have said that the surface is deadly they yeah. like when we see it later on that face mask wouldn't have saved them like no and and they're just like let's just transport him down and it, I mean it all works out guys don't get us wrong yeah. but it makes no sense <laughs> so they beam down with their little tiny face masks and they have beamed down into these woods that are a bit ridiculous they're like there's like a ton of trees like they they spared no expense on the foliage yeah but the then, big trees are lit they they're everywhere everywhere but the background isn't even like they didn't even do like a blue wall it's like a green wall it's like, in the background yeah. and not it's like a sickly it's like an apocalyptic yeah. green it's not it's a like, good green it's like it's a, a green almost like but lighter yeah. than that it's more like a like a if kelly green leaned towards olive 
Yeah, and then like made a baby with white because it's kind of pastelish. It's not like a not a dark color, but it definitely it is not anything close to something that looks like a happy planet Earth. Yeah, it's not. When I woke up and my sky was that color, I was like, "Holy fuck, we're gonna die!" The sky has never been this color before. It should never be this color. I guess like the thing is, is like they are breathing. They yeah. should understand. It should be some sort of oxygen-based atmosphere, right? Like, yeah. wouldn't their sky also be? Bl- it, I. It doesn't matter. So, uh, it's just green in the background. Like it's like literally like they're walking on some sort of like muted green screen behind all of the beautiful trees that they decided to put up, and um, they are kind of looking around for what's going on and one of the guys is like i'm not getting like a signal like i need to he like i think he says that he needs to get to like open ground so he wanders off which is always a great idea and then you hear him yelling for bones and the other guy whose name i don't remember either (laughs) neither of them matter and he like just finds a castle like just fucking a castle yeah in the middle of these woods with green sky (laughs) like he on for approximately five seconds. So the fact that neither of them could just turn around and see and it. see the castle? Yeah, it's not like it, he wandered far. No, he was like, when he started leaving, he was like, I'm going to go explore. And Sarah, what the, what the fuck? Why yeah. you're going to explore what? Like, well, he was you, trying to get the signal. He had to get to open ground. But, like, yeah. he didn't get far. Yeah, you just learned that you can breathe the air. Maybe like, take a minute and be like, oh, we should go together as a group. Yeah. And try like, to figure this out. Like, let's go. But he doesn't. He wanders yeah. off. And then he's gone for... They, they like, go over... He, yeah, he goes over, like, a, a hill. Yes. This name. <laughs> the, the names are important a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I just so, forgot what it was yeah. after I wrote it down, but I just found it and got really excited. We we know their names because they <laughs> they become a punchline later. <laughs> yeah. But it's really like like it seriously, if that's a fucking castle, all they had to do was turn turn like <laughs> to the, the trees were blocking it, Carrie. To the he, other side. He was going no, to open ground. We saw those trees and they were not that <laughs> thick. Not blocking it. They were not thick. You could see the woods. wall in the background of, of yeah. Green, so. I can see the goddamn apocalyptic sky. He yeah. could see that castle from he his did. like. He'd been like, "Oh, there's there's a goddamn building." <laughs> it was it was not like a small castle either. But and no, they make the I think probably super logical decision, I guess, to just waltz into the castle. Because why not? Right. Yes, that's what you do yeah. when you find random things on random that's planets. What, you just go inside, right? That is what I do. Yep. I mean, I that's just what done find in every episode. <laughs> every building I've ever found, I just walk into. Mm-hmm. Especially if they are uh, really <laughs> old looking. And here's the other thing, though. Like, they're still trying to call up at this point. Like, wouldn't you still be looking for, like, open ground to try and get your signal out before you wandered in to oh I'm yeah scared. it was it was, I'm gonna was myself yeah, it's so stupid <laughs> so uh either way they go into this castle and this is where things get a, they get a little interesting so 
it's this beautiful fancy room that they've gone into and made of styrofoam it's all styrostone is what we're calling it yes styrostone which we did we forgot to like drink for it in the episode but we 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 actually had the conversation does it count as a styrofoam rock if it's in a building shape yeah it's like in the brick shape so it's like i don't I mean, it we deci- I, I think so. I think we decided that you should because it's styrostone. It's styrostone. Yeah. yeah. It, there's no way they made a real castle for this. No, no. Um, there's like a beautiful fireplace with like an ornate mantle. Yeah, they, they spent a lot of time putting in the like furniture and the details. And there's a lot of beautiful things in this really shittily <laughs> constructed room but it, it it creates like this weird dissonance because oh it's like, too much <laughs> yeah there's like really pretty things there's like velvet chairs which are pretty cool everybody knows that that's obvious yeah, and the colors are very rich but then there's like styrofoam walls and like, it's, <laughs> and oh. like banisters too there's like oh, wait yeah but so oh, yeah. the first yeah. thing that you see, they open yeah. up the door and they're like creeping in and there's like this, like a kind of a railway and then there's a pillar and then you see this thing on the pillar that's like an alien, I guess. Oh, and it's like this weird, like children draw this every day. Just every day a child makes this exact face. It's gray oh, yeah. with big green eyes. But the eyes like they come out in like tubes almost from it. Yeah. Well, you see that like as they like turn on the banister, yeah. they show like the profile of this thing. And it's like actual plastic tubes that have green plastic eyes on the end of them. And it's very. <laughs> so good. Sarah wants one. So if anybody listening tonight or whatever today, whatever you're doing in your life, I don't care. Yeah. Um, if you right. love Sarah, you you can make her this thing or probably find it on Etsy. I bet you there's a market there somewhere. Yeah, but and it's not the only one either. There's a there's a few busts on the walls. That, or I guess are they considered busts? What is it when it's like a like a, a hunted animal's head? Taxidermy. I don't know. <laughs> there's like a word for it when it's their head though. It's like a trophy, almost like a hunting trophy. Yeah. Of it's... of these aliens. And either way, it was it was on the wall, and there was more. There was like a fuzzy looking alien with antennae, and it was there. It's almost like they were reusing props that they had done for other aliens, because there was also a mannequin that they passed by that was definitely the salt monster. Yeah, um, that's what we discovered on the second walkthrough. It was yeah, like, prop like, reusing. Yeah, it had to have been because it was, I didn't realize, I thought it was just a frozen alien. And Carrie pointed out, yeah. is that the salt monster? And I was like, oh my God, it's the salt monster. Oh shit, yes. Oh shit. It absolutely yeah. is. And so, that's, it. that's the one. Uh, they pass that and then they see frozen on the, on the banister, well it's not on the banister, but like behind the banister, Kirk and Sulu just completely frozen except that Kirk blinks but uh, they're supposed to be frozen I don't think he's supposed to blink but he did but it happened oh yeah it did like they because they're it's Kirk and Sulu standing there and there's like a green light that's shining down on them 
and you know like this is not normal they're not moving and it becomes we saw the salt monster and how it was clearly there was no movement we see them they're not moving they're not doing like hey guys what up cool glad you came they're supposed to be frozen and kirk blinks within the first two seconds of Mm -hmm. this frozen body no movement thing long scene like no (laughs) it wasn't it's not like the camera was on them intently and they really had to work at this he just is he blinks they they do a longer scene in like two seconds where like they're actually the camera's on them forward facing and like just looking at them and neither nobody blinks (laughs) yeah everything's fine (laughs) yeah so they, uh, the Bones does a reading on them, and he's not getting any information. And he's like, they're like, like he calls them like wax figurines, like, like figures in a wax museum, you know. Um, and then you start hearing like crazy piano music playing. It's not even like sinister. It's just like a lot. It's like upbeat and like super. It's like circusy yeah. almost. Yeah, I it's guess. fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. like, yeah, and he's like. They, they turn around and there's just this guy in like this blue velvet jacket playing the With piano. Gold embroidery along yeah. that. It's like there's there's tails. It's got tails. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, it's very fancy. Carrie, Carrie compared him to Liberace. Which I he believe is, that's what they were going for. Oh, he definitely had that feel for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, less sparkles. Yeah, maybe more like Mozart, because he was pretty flamboyant, too. Like, very, like, over-the-top, but, like... You know what? That's probably what they were doing, because they clearly had no idea what time was. So maybe he was trying to be Mozart. (laughs) Any time. Okay, we'll we'll get into that, because, like, the time frame doesn't make a lot of sense. Unless Mm -hmm. you allow for, like, five or so hundred years of, of, like, discrepancy. Okay, so... Yep. Um, he says, "Aren't they the perfect display pair?" I I suppose at this point you want them back, though. And so he unfreezes Sulu and Kirk, and they jump over the banister because I guess there's just no other possible way for them. Yeah, to Yeah, stairs are so <laughs> nine hundred years ago. <laughs> stairs. We just jump over banisters. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll jump. Yeah. So. Uh, Kirk's like, what the fuck happened? And the guy's just like, I couldn't resist taking you guys. I'm just so excited you're here. Uh, he says his name is General... I don't remember. What's his name? I can't read my own handwriting. Trelane. Uh, Trelane. Yes. That's what it was. And he... He, he has like a lot of stuff to say he's like this is my home and now it's your home and we're here together and he's just playing like the piano and the navigator to sell to tussle to sell to probably. sell yeah so he is like we're about 900 light years from earth like doesn't everything here kind of have a theme like and then he says like this is like earth 900 years ago and i did some i did some math yeah uh, I think we decided that I think this was set around like the late 2200s and I was being generous. I said, say this is 2300 AD. I had to think about where we were yeah. at all because it's 2020 and who knows. So let's just say that this is 2300. 
being generous, 900 years prior would have been the 1400s. If that's, like, like stick to things before the 1400s. Like, yeah. it's not that hard to do that math. I did it. And I'm not good at math. Like, yeah. So it's not even math. It's just like basic, like Google. Yeah. Uh, what then, was happening? Okay. Yeah. So Star Trek is like 200 years in the future. Well, yeah. Or like, when did Star Trek take place? And it's, I mean, I've, you can take, give or take 60 years in there. I think it said it goes to like 2364 and then it's the next generation. But like, even just saying like 2300 like it doesn't like this everything they talk about from this point on is not 900 years prior no. to that so no but it is like cuz he you know the crusades that was before then so that's some of it makes sense but it's also like some of it but there's a why, quite a bit that doesn't yeah they could have done so much better being like all right guys let's pretend we're in the future cuz that's the show that we were making for and we know approximately when we're thinking yeah. this takes place we already decided it takes place uh, i don't know 2 maybe 300 years in the, in future. the future and it's 1960 <laughs> so then it's going to be uh 2260 20 yeah, 20, yeah 2260 20, let's go with that 2260 like, um and then like take 900 off of 2260 and you're you're not in the 1700s which is where i think between like like mid late 1600s and early 1800s is where every reference they make from this point on takes place yeah so whoever wrote this episode either thought we were a few hundred more years in the future or like nobody cared what That's time. That's my guess. The second one is B. Yeah. B. It's B. Yeah. B. B. No, B. It's B. Shit about time. So <laughs> either okay. way. But this guy points it out like it makes perfect sense that this would have been all the stuff happening 900 years ago on Earth. Because he's obviously viewing it. He has some sort of viewing scope to see what we were doing on earth because they care so much. I don't know if you guys knew that all the places they could look in the sky, they care about earth, whatever. So the guy's like, Oh, I must've made some sort of air in time. How fallible of me. <laughs> and then he's like, I've retired now. So call me squire. He has like all of these things that he's saying that like, just make no sense to start with. And then even less sense when you try to, when you try to think about them. Yeah. And Kirk's like, why are we being imprisoned? And he's like, oh, this isn't prison. This is like, you're my guest. Like, welcome. This is everything. And then he starts talking about how much he loves, like, humans. Like, we're the, the best predators. Um, he's like, and your conquests are amazing. Yeah, and you like, guys are just, like, pointlessly, stupidly violent. And it's violent. amazing. It. Uh, and then Kirk's like, our missions are peaceful. Like, we're we're not conquesting. And um, he's like, we only battle when we have no other choice. And his, I did actually kind of like his response. And he's like, well, that's what you, that's what you put on paper, right? But we both know that that's, that's, that's not how you work. And which is so true. It's like, no, we're peaceful as we, like, you know, chop down all your trees. Yeah. <laughs> peaceful. We're being peaceful. We're so, There's no conquesting here. Only, yeah. ex 
boring. Yeah, everything's great. And so um, he 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 says, um, "You guys are your predators. You're like any other predator species, um, except that you also you're one of the few predator species um, who kills even yourselves. Like you guys are. You guys love killing. You love it, and I love that you love it. It's like yeah. very much I'm aware of this. So into it." Yeah, I'm like a 13 year old boy, and I love fucking killing shit. So I hear it's you cool. kill a lot of things. I also yeah. love killing things. Oh my god, so. he's like a mall ninja bullshit kind of guy. <laughs> oh, you guys like to fuck shit up. I also like to fuck shit up. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Look at all these blades, and they're rainbow colored. So exactly. Um, so at this point, Kirk is talking to Tassel and he says his name and he's like, oh, are you French? And Tassel's like, my ancestry is French. And he's like, yeah, this is our navigator. And the guy's like, I love the French. She's like, Napoleon loved him, thought he was great. Yeah. Not 900 years ago. <laughs> like, well, also, so Napoleon's got you know, not Maybe great either. You shouldn't love him. I mean, you can appreciate some things and, you know, yeah. there's some bad things too. Like, love him. That's a little strong. Yeah. He loves it though. Yeah. He loves it. He just uh, loves conquest. 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 Oh, oh, he also loves the Crusades. This is the kind of person we're dealing with right now. Yeah. So, um, actually, when you said Mall Ninja, like, just later on, I feel like that's really fitting. He's just a mall ninja because he's <laughs> not just, I'm not going to no. spoil it, yeah, but no. yes. that makes a lot of fucking sense. It's I think Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's, the, this should, this episode should be titled hashtag mall ninja. Yeah. 13 year old mall ninja. Yeah. From space. Yeah. I'm so, <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Such a badass. Uh, he loves the French. Turns out he also loves Germany. Um, and he does like a weird little German dance here and, like it felt very like it felt I don't know what he actually said and like maybe I'm just racist against Germans and I assume that everything that has to do with them has to do with Nazis but it felt very Nazi-esque like well and um, that's that's kind of the complication of this because I don't think 900 years ago that they were all sort of like marching around being like hi hi like it's not it doesn't feel right (laughs) they got their timeline so messed up like and i understand like if he has actually better technology than this and he just messed up on what time i guess he was trying to portray for them but he should he would know at that point if he understood other things that happened he would understand that 900 years ago probably wasn't the time like it's just yeah and the light from my planet hadn't even gotten there. And how does he? Yeah, I don't know. And that's that. That's where sort of the problems come in because, like, yeah. he it very much brings up what he does. He's like in front of the mirror, and he starts like marching and saluting and yeah. speaking German sounding yeah. things. It's really like it's very Nazi Germany Hitlerish. Yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they were going for though, but that's what it felt like. Um, and then yeah. they, they, they're like, we're scientists. I'm not a military man, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, well, we're all military under our skin. Like this guy, he's got like, he is not hiding 
anything. <laughs> He's yeah. like, this is how I feel. I yeah. love conquest. I yeah. love military stuff. I love killing people. Do you guys kill yeah. people? I love, I, I love it. The, y'all just fuck shit up to fuck shit up. I fucking fuck love it. Up. It's amazing. My favorite. Kill I shit. Love, I love that Napoleon guy. Yeah. I love this guy dies later on. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, at this point, like, because because Kirk was talking to, to Cell, he says to him, like, put it on. Uh, he's talking to him about his phaser. He says, put it on stun. Like, trying to sneak up on him blah 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 and like the whole time the guy hears kirk say his name so he like he obviously overheard him saying sneak up on him and then he's doing this nazi dance in front of a mirror it might not be a nazi dance i don't want a giant mirror too it's It's a big big mirror and you're watching to settle have you ever said Nazi dance before? I did just now. Yeah, like, like previous to this conversation in your whole life, you were like, he was doing a Nazi dance. I, I guess it wasn't a dance. And it no, probably it, it was, it was, though. It was, it was a march, a Nazi yeah, march. But I've, march. And it was this, it, it might not have been Nazi. Like, I really think he might have just been saying something in German that I didn't understand. I think the 60s were wild and crazy and we don't understand <laughs> it. But it was it was absolutely a Nazi dance that he was doing in front of a mirror, looking at himself like, oh, I'm so pretty. Look and at like, me Nazi-ing. Yeah, he's to sell in the background sneaking up on it while he's doing a Nazi dance. And, like, it's so obvious. Like, every, like he's dancing in front of a mirror. He can see you, <laughs> like yeah. looking at it, you. It is a mirror. giant mirror. It, yeah. it is like four feet wide by six feet tall. Like it's huge. It probably cost a hundred dollars if it yeah. was a real mirror. That would be a few hundred dollar mirror. Yeah, it and it's like it's got this beautiful gold frame. It's kind of tacky, but it's yeah. supposed to be like periody, period ish, periodesque. I, I assume it's also like. uh What's that era called? Like the French Baroque? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it is gaudy and fucking loud. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be Baroque. (laughs) It's fucking loud. And the guy is like, oh yeah, that dude's totally like dancing to himself in a mirror and feeling real good about it. Uh, I'm gonna sneak up on him with a gun. Yeah, with my face. And so, this, I'm sure you guys are going to be surprised to hear, doesn't work. So he what? freezes the guy. I know. Because he can do this. Like, we know he has the power to freeze people. He freezes to sell. And he takes the phaser. And he's like, I fucking love these things. Oh, my gosh. So you can have it set way down here to stun, like you said. I heard you talking. But yeah. then I can turn it way up here and just kill some shit. And it's my favorite thing. And I love it. And so he takes a phaser and he shoots the salt monster. And she disappears. And Karen and I aren't sure if these were ever alive. Because he shoots another mannequin and it disappears. We it, have had so much... Con- like, this. this has been... Our point of contention in it's this like, episode because we hard. don't know if we should count them as deaths because they never move, but they don't have that silly green light on them like Kirk yeah. and Sulu did. But they okay. never do anything. Are they taxidermied? But to if he so here's uh drunk Carrie checking okay. in now, he wouldn't have shot something to kill if it wasn't alive. 
Absolutely. That's a thing to think about. Like, he definitely, like, he talks so much about how he puts it on kill. And he doesn't point it at any of them. He points it at the two, what we were calling mannequins. But you kind of come to find out that maybe he's a bit of a collector. Yeah, a weird um, collector. Like a but weird I, I, collector of things. I kind of feel like this takes out Schrodinger's dead alien because why would he point the gun at things? Because we know he's real fucked up. Yeah, if they weren't alive, why would he point the kill gun at them? And how would they disappear if they weren't alive? It's not like you can shoot like a table with a phaser and it just greens out. We all know that only works for like Nosferatu. Swole, well, Nosferatu, yeah. yes. and Ulteratu. So I'm so drunk. Carrie's making the call. Those okay. are two deaths. Two deaths. Okay, I think we so because have- he does it on purpose. He wants to make them disappear. He wants them to die because yeah. they are alive. Okay, well, I'm gonna change my note here. <laughs> I got rid of the pen because I was clicking the cap. Okay, so we're gonna call it. After this episode, we are at 51 deaths. Spoiler, no one else dies in this episode. Um, <laughs> but that was, it was hard to get to the decision that we were considering those deaths. We but took I agree with Carrie. So much time and a lot of alcohol. Yeah. A lot of alcohol has come to this decision, but we're here and we've made it. So, and you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I, that was, that's a you're welcome to me because I didn't know. So thank you. We got uh, that. So he kills the two frozen aliens and oh, so he's kind of talking about this process that, that we have like humans on the enterprise to like beam people back and forth um, to take apart matter and put it back together. And he's like, but like what I'm talking about, what I'm capable of is so much cooler than that. Like I can rearrange matter. So Kirk's like, okay, so like everything in this house is just, you created it you rearranged this matter and he's like yeah obviously like yeah. that's what i that's how i got it all and that's how they explain how yeah idiot that's how he made the castle and he so kirk's still questioning him he's like these are all tedious questions like you're being rude why do you keep questioning me i don't like any of this um and kirk like is like i need to get back to my ship and so Trelane's like, no, you need a demonstration of my authority because he doesn't want anyone to go and he just likes things the way he likes them. So he sends Kirk, like he just, he blips him out and blips him back in to the atmosphere on the actual surface of the planet as we understand it. Yeah. And it's like gaseous and there's like fault. I assume it like it's like a volcanic planet because like at one point you see a lot of explosions on the surface in certain places and there's just all this gas around him and immediately Kirk can't breathe and he's on his knees and he's gasping for air. Very dramatic. He brings him back into his house and he's like, and Kirk's just like on his knees, like still coughing. And he's like, now yeah. please do behave. Like, Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> that one time when I didn't let you breathe cool air? Wasn't yeah. that terrible? Wasn't that so so. Um, I can do that forever. Yeah. So. I can do that until you die. So yeah. please let me have what I want. Thank you. And we go to a captain's log where it's Spock again. And he's saying that they've completed their 14th orbit. 
around the planet. They still haven't found their lost officers or the people that they beamed down onto the planet in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and- yeah, I don't know. Everything's... <laughs> yeah. um, either way. Uh, so Spock is like, oh... He's talking to Scotty and they're trying to figure out what like might be going on down there. They're having issues with their sensors. Sensors. In, sensors. Um in like picking up any life forms. So Spock's like, if we do, if we pick up any fucking life forms, we're just gonna beam them all back onto the ship. And Scotty's like, well, if they're not our people, and he's just like, that's kind of like a shot in the dark, right? And Spock's like, well, our options are that or do nothing. <laughs> Like, yeah, what he says here is, uh, so either we assume these signs of life are our people or they're not. Yeah. So, like, there's this whole fucking planet, there's this like tiny little bubble of life. So, we can either, it's probably (laughs) our people because they're alive. Less than you. Yeah, We're using the logic word here. Yeah, he just, he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm totally extrapolating some crazy data right now, but that's got to be our people, because if anything is alive, it's hopefully our people. Well, Maybe we're going to pull up some, I don't know, crazy hostile. life form. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen, but it's probably our people. And if yeah. there are people, if, if they're still alive, it's it has to be in this place right here. Yes. That one, the tiny little spot. Exactly. So um that those are the options. It's the logical choice. We change scenes and we go back to the castle. Um, and this guy, Trelane, is so excited about war. He's like, look at my flags. These date back to the crusade. Look at my horse. My oh horse my is gosh. amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. My legs. My legs yeah. are amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of what he does. He's like super into himself and about what he's doing. He's really into. Oh my gosh. His he's own so abilities. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, they date, these legs date back to the Crusades. Oh my god, I love the Crusades. Is basically what he says. They're super uh, fun. Who doesn't love the Crusades? Yeah. And the whole time, he's like talking about all this great stuff that he loves so much about humans because he cares about humans. No, he why just, not? He loves how much they fuck each other up. Yep. And uh, the whole time he's talking about that, they're having a conversation. Like he can't fucking hear them somehow. And they're like, who is he? And then they're like, more like, what is he? Um, and he's like, well, he's oh. not a life form. Like, I'm not getting any readings. And he's like, well, is he dead? And it's like, no, it's not even like he's dead. It's like he's nothing. Yeah, he's nothing. He's, he's fucking nothing. nothing, okay? He's yeah. fucking nothing. He's nothing. And I, I mean, then they start realizing that the fire, because it's a beautiful fireplace, it has no heat. Um. And, like, there's all these, like, little missing details. So, like, obviously he's not infallible, which Kirk has to point out, like, six times. Like, we didn't get it the first fucking time he said it. Yeah. Six times not infallible. So, we're talking about how the fire is not warm. And Kirk, this is the first time of many that Kirk points out that this guy isn't infallible. So, like... He assumes uh, that there's got to be something that ain't right. He's like, oh, I don't yeah. know what's wrong, but this ain't right. 
So he does like his normal Kirk thing where he like rushes over and he starts talking to the to the guy to Trelane and he's like uh my ship needs me and Trelane's like no you have to stay I'm bored I'm super bored and you have to stay yeah could be a uh, dick yeah and he's like our ship needs us there's 400 men and women aboard and then like Trelane's like women yeah. you have error of the sexes on you, your ship. You've got the what and the who to what? <laughs> I love women. And he's like, I'm just going to get those women and we'll bring them down here. Yep. And he like goes to like snap his fingers basically because I guess he's, I don't know if he can do that. Um, yep. And so Kirk like grabs his arm and he's like, no, you can't bring the women down here. Yeah. And Lane's like, excuse me? what you say to me? I can do whatever the fuck I want is basically yeah. where he's at. Yep. Um, but like while he's distracted by Kirk's insolence. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think his bone says, Oh, I'm getting a transporter signal. And the guy's like, wait, what does that mean? This is Trelane. He's like, no, yeah. stop. You, you've yeah. got a, You've got a, what, what does that even mean? It goes, what? it's what? like a boop boop. Yeah. And so Kirk has been, with him kind of like talking nearest the mirror and Kirk kind of like saunters back into formation. And he's like, that means see a bitch. Yeah. That means thanks Spock and they beam up and the guy's like, no, you can't go. And he is, he is real pissy down there. He's real mad. Yeah. He's very angry at their insolence. Yes. Spock, so they are in the transporter room now and Spock's tell- explaining to them that they, they got a signal for the, all the life forms on the planet and they just beamed up all of the life forms they could find. And this is where Bones is like, oh, so that definitely means that Trelane is, he's not a life form as we understand it. Um, and Kirk's like, doesn't matter. Nothing fucking matters. Prepare to go to max speed. We're going to yeah. look out of here. Yeah. Fuck whatever this shit is. Fuck yeah. it. I'm at, well, let's go. Bridge. And this like I wanna be annoyed, but I I almost don't like this blonde yeoman as much as I don't like Kirk. Like I don't care about either of them so much. But she's just like, oh, I was so worried about you, Captain. And he just like brushes her off yeah. and sits down and immediately starts like we're getting out of here. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, I think the problem with her is, like, she's so, like, oh, big, strong man. Here's yeah. your coffee. Oh, it's I'm a- so worried about you. Oh, Carrie oh. and I discussed this, and I I don't say this lightly, because, like, every, like, I think that there's beauty in every human. Like, yeah. I, think, I think there's something to find beautiful about every person. I think she has a stupid face. Like she's got yeah. a stupid face. I want to. I hate her face, and I it looks like she's probably dumb. Just, but like not in a like she's a dumb blonde because like you could call no. Dolly Parton a dumb blonde, and there's no fucking way she's dumb. But this, no. I just don't like her. She's written really poorly, and she just looks dumb. And she's <laughs> like, probably like somebody who really loves acting and really was excited to get this part and it was such a big part for her and she was really stoked about it and then it turns out 
they wrote her like a dumb bitch. Like it was, yeah. it's terrible. Like that's that's her character is dumb bitch. Giving coffee, terrible. dumb dumb bitch gives coffee. Like yeah. it's and it's frustrating because like that's not her fault in any no. way. I just I don't care for her. Ooh, in but this. you know what? Her face does a really good job reflecting the things that they wanted her to because yeah. <laughs> we. <laughs> later are like wow she just looks obnoxious when she exactly like they probably wanted her to maybe exactly. she's just really she did good a great at- job she's a great right. actress i think <laughs> she's probably a very nice person i bet so i feel i do feel kind of bad saying that because i bet she's amazing and i bet i think so too i'm pretty sure she's just like a really bearded actress who just was trying to make her break and then had to work with kirk had to do this terrible role so she was worried kirk doesn't give a shit that she was worried and he just sits down and starts giving orders and then uh her asks bones she's like so like what what happened down there and he says he's like i'm shaking i don't know if it's with laughter or with fear like trying like trying to like comprehend what they just went through and very suddenly after that everybody's kind of startled by the fact that trelane is just on the ship with them and he's like, hello, I'm on your ship. Look at me. Oh, I'm so funny. Yeah. Kirk's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, don't fret. Like, I'm only slightly upset with you. But could you tell me who Spock is? Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that fucker because you said his name and, and he's the one who ruined everything. He's yeah. he's like the dad of your ship and I don't care for him. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like Spock. And of course, at this point, Spock's like, I am Spock. It's me. And the guy's like, oh, curious. I see you're not human. And he's like, no, I'm only half human. Uh, my father was a Vulcan. And of course, this guy's like, oh, are Vulcans predators? He's like so into it. He like puts his hands on his face and gets all excited. He doesn't do that, but that's what I imagine he would have done if he was given his free reign. Yeah. Oh, he's very excited. Fingertips oh. oh, down the face. Oh. Are, you, are they predators? And Spock's like, um, not necessarily, but you yeah. know, we do have. We have been. <laughs> there yeah, are types of Vulcans that are we've, predators. We've already like we saw this episode like our ancestry. We got some. We got some shit that we went through, and oh, you know, that's, I would love Romulans. Oh yeah, totally. Gosh. But he apparently his little space mirror can't see it. But <laughs> he's closer. Spock's but like, yeah, Spock's like, oh yeah, you know what? We there's definitely been some shitty things, and that sucked. But you know, right now we're we're cool. We're we're yeah. doing the best um, we can. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a predator. Um, so this guy is like, okay, well, I don't like him, so you need to punish him. And Spock's like, no, I'm not going to punish him. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk says that. Kirk's yeah, like, right. uh, no, I'm not going to punish him. Why the uh, fuck would I punish this guy who actually did a really great job? And then, and then Trillian's like, but I don't like him. I just don't like him. God. Well, that's fine. You know what? I don't yeah. like a lot of things, but yeah. I don't actually tried to punish them he does um so he's like okay well you all need to come with me now and they're like no we're not gonna go anywhere and then suddenly everyone on the bridge is just in the dining hall and this is where we get a little bit more information on 
the very bland food because there's there's food on the table yes. and everything um and the to sell guy is like very frustrated he doesn't like any of this and he gets kind of hostile and so Trillane freezes him this is the navigator that is just magically here for this episode and doesn't really matter um and kirk says let him go so he does he's like whatever and he just like unfreezes him and sulu is like there like to immediately steady him and he's like hey like we don't even have our phasers like let's not get tasty here (laughs) kill your shit dude we we've already learned this guy is capable of just like doing what he wants he can make us die he can do anything yeah. he feels like can you have you just... no weapons <laughs> yeah just you don't have anything chill your shit exactly you garbage angry human <laughs> and i like i know you guys can't talk back to us but i'm just going to give you a second to guess where the women are not it's at the table well the women... I'm, I'm gonna set the scene here so okay. We had seen this, like, it's like a, you come in the front door and it's sort of like a parlor room foyer in the original setting. There was a bunch of lounge chairs and a velvet couch and a fireplace and it was really beautiful. And then this, in this scene, it's the same room except for there's a very long table and there's eight chairs that are lined up on the sides and there's a head chair that I missed the first time. Um, And all the men are kind of like milling about the chairs and they're all sort of like. Well, some are sitting down. Yeah. Uh, But that's where Sulu is like stopping the guy because they're all the men are either sitting down or just near the chairs. Like they're all there. And then we pan away to the weird shitty piano. And that's where the women are. Yeah. So shitty piano. Her is sitting at the piano and the yeoman is standing next to her. And this is where, this is where, like, as soon as the scene also, happens. Also, that's super stupid. Like, why would Ahura be at the piano for any reason other than a, setting up the next scene? She's a musician, I guess. Like, maybe that she doesn't know that at all. He has no idea. Uh, like, it doesn't, none of down from nothing. Why is he going to put her there? None of it makes sense. And the the scene is like highly problematic. Like it's so bad. It is. So it is very much, it is very um, telling of the problematic theology of 1960. Yeah. Well, it's, it's similar to the scene with the belly dancer alien. Yeah, it's and it's just the, all it's, of the like phrases they used for her. It's very it's very uncomfortable. Like you it just is. shouldn't do things like this. Like you it you should be better than this humanity. What are you yeah. doing? I mean, it's very it's so bad. So Kirk is introducing him because he's so excited to meet the ladies, right? And the women introduced- who are allowed to be on the ship. Yeah, and so he introduces him to her first. Um, and he uses a, like, a phrase that I just, like, I hated. He calls her a Nubian prize. Yeah. Taken on one of your raids and conquests. Like. Yeah. He basically says, like, oh, 
What like, a Nubian prize. Did you take her as, as a prize on your conquest? Like, he's totally like, hey, that's a slave. And you won her because you had the best gun shooting things. And so you just took this beautiful black woman. Because it was, it's very uncomfortable. Just watching it, just like it like why and he calls her a prize like yeah, like she's not so... like she it takes away like everything about her like she fucking earned her place on the ship like yeah she is a lieutenant she's like, one she of the few the characters that is always on the bridge as a main character yeah, she's always on the bridge and like lately she's gotten more lines than just and uh, coherent yeah. lines that last uh, episode we learned that not even Kirk interrupts her when she's talking about him. Oh, it was so exciting. It was great. Uh, now she's just a she's just a prize that was taken on a raid conquest. In conquest. It yeah. was it, it was quite offensive. It oh was and I understand this is the sixties or whatever, but it was it still felt current us watching this thing in the sixties, it felt quite uh patronizing and and oh. hollow and awful like well, it was she, she glares at him like she her do. her look to him is not like oh i'm fine with this it's like fuck you yeah go fuck uh, your shit you piece of shit you are a fucking piece of shit alien and like later on we kind of find out like his history and what he is and everything and it still doesn't make sense to me like nope. okay so I don't know. It's it's awful. That's an awful yeah, scene. We're, and we're gonna get there. This when you're watching it the first time, you just go, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And then when you watch it late, like later in, in the episode, you try to be like, well, maybe like where he was at in space and time, like maybe, but you just can't stop being, oh no, 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 no. Don't because, you like, say even- that. Like, we can assume that, like, he has more power than we do. So we can assume that his species is more intelligent than we are. Like, that's just pretty, like, basic knowledge we can take away from the fact that he can, like, freeze us and transport yeah. us and create things out of other matter. Like, he, his species is more intelligent than ours. Yeah. You would think that they would have figured out how to not... F- like, why would they care? Yeah, because they, they're... Whatever he is, it's it's better than we are, I bet. It should be. And so the fact that like this species somehow delineates like our racism nine hundred but not years ago, it's it's just yeah. it's it's just very uncomfortable. The whole thing oh, yeah. is I don't like it. That's where I'm at. I don't like it. And then after he makes this whole horribly racist comments or two to her he looks at the blonde chick and he's like who is this face of beauty and he's just like so into who's the pretty white girl but this one she pretty and it's like one she ain't near as beautiful as Ahura like no offense she's just pretty like to me boring like she doesn't have anything interesting about her at least Ahura's got like earrings and she's got some style like she's again i do just for perspective sarah can't tell blonde girls from any from like 
hey. I can tell a pretty, like, if I'm attracted to a blonde girl, I could probably tell her apart, but. No, you can't. Part. No, you can't. Because you didn't learn who Kristen Bell was for a long time. Well, she's, no offense to Kristen Bell, because she is very beautiful. She's also super generic. Like, there's a, there's a. That's what you think blonde girls are. You just, you're not attracted to them, which is fine. Okay, I'm not. No. I, I'm like, like if you've got like bleach blonde hair and it's like shaved on one side like fuck yeah bring it on but like if you're just gonna have like this is my sandy blonde hair that's always perfectly straight and all and I'm thin and I have like a really <laughs> symmetrical face like I can't I don't know what you look like yes I'm sorry I'm generic I'm just yeah, like, doing it's hard for me but, but like actually, I think Kristen Bell, actually, I think is a perfect, like, she is so generically blonde pretty to me. Yeah. There's nothing at all. But she's still, like, you sound like a good her. I can tell her voice apart. Like, that, that, like, that's probably what I identified first. Like, before that's her true. face, when I could hear her voice, I was like, oh, that's Kristen that's, Bell. That's fair. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm much better at voices than I am at faces. Same. Okay. So. Okay. We are moving on to he thinks of oh, the blonde. Wait, is we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. My notes were upside uh, down. I got him now. It's fine. The the like very strong, higher ranking woman of color. She must have been some a prize you got on a conquest, but this beautiful face. <sighs> God, is this all the further we got? Oh, yeah. that, that's Who right. We, just, we got distracted. I, we got very. He distracted. calls her like a wood nymph or something. It's he does really later stupid. on. He calls her a fucking wood nymph. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Spock. Yeah, one. I know. Spock, Spock jumps in here and he's like, basically standing up to this guy, and he's like, "You don't like me, do you, Mister Spock?" And Spock says, "I object to you. I object oh, yeah. to intellect without oh what, discipline." What Without discipline, I object yeah. to power without something. Uh, I reject to co- uh, power without constructive purpose. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. It's yeah. Cool. Oh, it's a it's a very good line. And yeah. then uh, Trelane is like, um, "Oh, oh, I like this part of you. This must be your human half. You're ill mannered. Like I yes. enjoy that. Like you have one redeeming quality, one and redeeming you're quality. a dick bag. Yeah. Ugh. So this is at this point he says, "Dance with me, my little wood nymph." And he grabs the blonde chick by the arm and he says, "Play us some music." And Ahura looks at the piano and she's like, "I don't." play this instrument like and he's like oh nonsense of course you do and she like puts her hands on the piano and can suddenly play it and as we kind of learned in a previous episode Ahura is a mu- she's a musician of some sort she plays the harp at least yeah, we, we've had a couple of episodes where she breaks out her musicians singing mm-hmm. instrument thingies and like that's kind of her yeah. which, the voice is an instrument yeah, we were kind of like, this is kind of nice because they're building her character up to be like, oh, she's a musician. Yeah. Because the first time she was playing that like do thing and she was singing. And then the second time she was just, or same thing actually, she was playing the thingy and the singing. Harp, yeah. And then and this time she's this singing time at a piano. She's just playing a piano. And like, she's, she's 
actually think, okay with this part. Like she I seems. Yeah, I think it starts with the C. Like a, it's not a harpsichord, but it's not a piano. Yeah, it's, it's got the two layers of. It's like the two put things. together. It's a piano and a harpsichord put into one. Yeah. And I don't know what it's called. It starts with the C, though. I know that for sure. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. I'm gonna Google it. You keep yeah, talking. You, okay, I'll keep I'm talking. Google it. So he is dancing with the beautiful blonde face that I happen to think is kind of stupid looking. I just don't like her. Um, as Ahura plays the piano, and he said he decides that he doesn't like her dress. It just doesn't match what they're doing. So he like snaps his fingers, and she's suddenly wearing like this purple empire waisted gown with like definitely a push up bra. So it's just like boobs and boobs. I'm cool with. Don't get me wrong. I just, it's really stupid. <laughs> like it's so dumb. And she also has like yeah. her hair ripped, and she's wearing a stupid hat thing, like with a veil on it. It looks like a the wrong time period. Yeah, it like doesn't that's... fit really. It looks yeah. kind of like the same costume designer who did the princess outfit from Shore Leave also made this gown and headpiece. <laughs> so. Yeah. Either way, she is, she just is like, she gets kind of like into it. Like she's like, oh, I'm wearing a pretty dress. I'm going to dance and I'm excited. Whatever. I don't care. Um, And Sulu walks up to Kirk at this point and he's like, how long do we go along with this charade? And Kirk's like, well, like as long as we need to. And this is where Bones comes up and says, well, the food and the brandy, like, it all sucks. Like, there's just no flavor to any of this. Yeah, this, this is garbage. It's garbage. It's stupid. Which I get. Like, if my food doesn't taste good, what the what's the fucking point? Like, give me good food. I like that Bones took the time to sit and eat some of the food. <laughs> like, oh, all yeah. of the shit going on. And he's like, I'm going to try this steak. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to eat the steak. I'm going to eat some potatoes. I'm going to drink this brandy that sucks. Because I, I do think Bones is an alcoholic. Like... Oh, as, yeah. as somebody who has a podcast called Too Drunk to Trek, I think Bones has a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he definitely does. Because he's... Mm -hmm. mm. Oh. Yeah, he's talked about it numerous times. Uh, at this point, Spock comes in and he's like, oh, so he understands like the forms of our food. Like he's He's seen that, but he doesn't understand the substance of them. And this, again, Kirk's like, oh, so he's not infallible. Like, you already said it. We already yeah. got it. He's not infallible, Kirk. You don't have to, you don't have to, like, drill it into our brains. We're not stupid. So he's, like, deciding that there must be something, like, helping him create all of this. Because he also said that he understands how to transfer, ma like, matter. Yeah. And change it and everything like that. Um, so there's some sort of device. And they're still dancing. Um, actually, I think at this is the point where he changes her dress or whatever, but we go, and she's got a stupid purple feather on her head. Um, and they go back to Kirk and Bones and Spock all discussing this, and they, they kind of decide that this mirror in the background is, like, some part of his ego, and, or, like, maybe it's part of what's giving him power, like, some sort of computer, um, and Kirk asks if the house is big enough or the castle is big enough to like house a computer that could have done all of this. And I'm pretty sure Spock says, no, it would have to be much, much bigger than this. And 
Kirk's like, okay, well, I think I can turn the lights off at the source, is what he says. But I don't know yeah. like how he's quite getting there. So he starts insulting Trelane, like in their conversation that they're having. So he knows Trelane is listening as they're like yeah. colluding about what they can do. And so Trelane's like, oh, I heard that. Yeah. Huh. Um, Oh. And so then Kirk like gets all like peacocky and like puffs up and he's like, I don't want you dancing with her. And then he looks at her and he like rips her gloves off her arms and her hat off her head. And just, he's like, and just the one he he's like, she shouldn't be wearing this. And he rips yeah, her glove off. He goes, I don't want you wearing his gifts. And then she has like this feathery thingy and he like rips yeah. it out of her hair, which obviously yeah. fucked up her hair a bit, which is. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was all very violent. He does every anytime he like touches a woman, he's very violent about it, and I don't like it. It's not gentle. No. It is just for the record, it is a harpsichord, but I thought harpsichords were oh shaped differently. It, it's a harpsichord. It's a harpsichord. Okay. I would okay. yeah. It was Sorry. okay. So that's what it is, and that's what Ahura now knows how to play. I hope she gets to keep that information. I hope that I goes hope with her. her too. That'd be great because that's the only yeah. good thing that'll come out of this episode True. is that Ahura can now play a harpsichord. But yeah. it is—it's uh, very like the way that he treats uh, this girl, the blonde, pretty one. It's yeah, very like you shouldn't do this. Yeah. This is not like he—he he well, totally she, victim blames. She, she tries to say, like, what do you think that I was? And then he's just like cuts her off and like turns back around to have the, the men are speaking right now. It's yeah. very much what that scene felt like. Yeah. Because like and I think he's doing it kind of on purpose, but like there has been no road paved to lead up to him. No intentionally like belittling her to except that he's trying to turn the lights off at the source that's what uh, we have that's yeah. What... yeah it's really fucking awful like it's terrible it again it's not quite worth a trigger warning but it's definitely on the stupid yeah it's, it's, it's yeah it's there it's he's not close. yeah he's not hurting her in any way it's just everything kirk does is very like abrupt and rude um shitty and so uh Trelane's like oh see you do like this you like her attention and affection and you want like possession of women like just like all of us like <laughs> I knew you felt this way and at this point Kirk's like fucking that's it and he smacks him across the face with a glove and he's like let's duel and he's like oh you're challenging me to a duel oh. Oh. I love duels and so yeah. he goes Super and into this, it. Like, yeah. fuck yeah, duels, let's do it. And let's duel it. <laughs> As if there weren't enough red flags on what fucking time frame they're working with here. Um, he pulls out some dueling pistols and he says, like the ones that killed your, and he doesn't say heroic, he says heroic Alexander Hamilton. You're heroic. Heroic. Alexander Hamilton. Uh, and so the, that's where we stop like this scene and we go to a supplemental. But like the most important thing I think to take away here is that there's no way 200 years in the future that Alexander Hamilton was 900 years in the past. Like it just, that does not add up. No, he could not have seen, they, they, he could not have seen that and been like, oh yeah, 
900 years ago, Alexander Hamilton had a door. Also, he's he if he's looking at Earth from the past, he's not hearing Earth from the past. How does he know his name is Alex? It doesn't matter. It does not it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't <sighs> matter. It's all fucking stupid. Yeah. So, so we, get a su- we get a supplemental. Oh. So they're oh the supplemental. It's Good. basically just that they're gonna have a duel. That's it's not important. Yeah. What what it is though, and I thought this is kind of interesting. It's because it wasn't. He said that it was like a an after the fact. There was a word he used, but he was like. It's supplemental, but it, it very much alludes to that he was the captain log sort of in, like, hindsight. It's kind of cool. Oh, okay. And we are at a duel. And Trelane decides that this is perfectly normal, but he wants to, he gets to fire the first shot in this duel. And Kirk's like, no, we fire at the same time. And the guy's like, hey, my game, my fucking rules. I'm going to yeah. shoot fire the first shot and Spock's like hey not cool and like Kirk just has like I don't I don't like Kirk just to start out but this takes this some... might come as a shock to you but <laughs> <I know. laughs> Sarah doesn't like Kirk I will say like this is a fucking ballsy move it's like he's got some ovaries on him because yeah. he's just like okay you can take the first shot and like Oh, sweet. Let's do this. Like, I get out of this bullshit somehow. I'm, I'm sure like most of this is machismo, but like he's going to do it. So yeah. and he uh, does, do it, which, you know, to yeah. his credit, he definitely is ready for what's going to happen. He signed up for it. Exactly. So um, Trelane points his gun at Kirk and then he points it at the air. And he fires into the air. And Carrie hasn't seen Hamilton yet, I don't believe. Uh-uh. So I explained to her what this means, because there's actually symbolism behind it, which I learned from Hamilton. Thank you. Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. but he's not listening, so whatever. Yeah. I wish he was, though. Be. I, he I do be. love him. Let's pretend. Let's pretend. Thank it you. Was- just thank, thank him right now. Just thank him. Thank you, Lin Manuel Miranda, for literally everything you've ever done. Because I also, love you. she loves you so much. <laughs> My the God. Is, the point is not that I have a strange obsession with Lin Manuel Miranda. Also, for a perfectly but, justified obsession with. It makes I mean, perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, so, it's reasonable. Uh, in Hamilton, the play, they explain the ten dual commandments. Um, but also you find out that um, if you're in a duel with somebody and they are aiming at the sky, the gentlemanly thing to do is to aim at the sky as well and it ends in a draw. And that's like kind of, it's like, the, it's just the right thing to do. If they shoot it, at the sky. You get, to, you get to prove your manhood and how brave you are, but, and also that uh, you're cool. Like you're that just, you're cool. You don't yeah. have to kill somebody. Like you don't have to kill someone to be cool. And you guys yeah. then it like it just solves everything. And yeah, that's, you proved your point. Yes. You guys gotta get up there. And it's like it's like throwing your dicks on the table and never really having to measure and just being like, we both did it. We both pulled our dicks out. Yeah. It's fine. Everything and we fine. both had them and it was so <laughs> much fun. And we both had penises. Woo! Yeah, we all- <laughs> 
so excited about our penises that are, that are out <laughs> and we got to look at each other's and that was interesting we all found out something new about ourselves yeah <laughs> and that's kind of what happened here um he points his gun at the sky and fires and so now it's kirk's turn because this is the weirdest duel I- of all time yeah and so i kirk- highly 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 doubt that kirk knows that in order to be a gentleman he has to shoot straight up oh yeah no and but I mean, he doesn't he's got he his own plan but yeah. he has no idea that that's how you that's duel. what it should be yeah, yeah. no idea that's he stupid. hasn't heard the 10 dual commandments or watched uh-uh. the rest of hamilton so he doesn't nope. know nope. Uh, i do thanks lynn anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they he kirk takes aim and then he points at the mirror and shoots the mirror and at this point things get super kooky <laughs> i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it there's so many sparks and like can you do the noises it's so well, good You're no, i actually wrote them down in my nose yeah. hang on a second i gotta turn the page i gave up so what happens what happens is it's like wee 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 and then it goes boy yo 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 I pointed this out it's like the cartoon uh who framed Roger Rabbit who it's framed Roger Rabbit it's so breaks in who frames Roger Rabbit this is what it sounded like Am I supposed to be taking this seriously? Yeah, this does or... not. This sounds like it happened in Toontown, guys. Yeah, where's Goofy? Where's <laughs> no. Goofy? This doesn't make oh. any sense. It's so stupid because it's like they just had this moment where this guy shot up in the air. Kirk didn't shoot him, but he shot the mirror because he thinks that's his like power source. And power then it's just like boing, 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 boing. Yeah, piece of shit. It's ridiculous, stupid. and sparks are everywhere, and. Uh, because all of this has happened, they start getting back in contact with the ship, and the guy's like, you ruined everything! I'm so mad at you! You guys have earned my wrath! And then he turns around and he disappears. Man! Yeah, and they all go back to the ship. Yeah. And But he says, you've earned my wrath, so I don't think we're done with him yet. Yeah, they hear this little, like, communicator noise, and then Kirk's like, that's that's our transporter signal. And then he like turns his back and he's like with it, all of his buddies. And then they all beam up to the ship. And they're like, we won. We yeah. yeah. do the same thing again. They set a course, full power, emergency warp. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, which I and, would do. Like yeah. if I got back to my ship, I'd be like, holy shit. Holy Watch ship. This. Get no. out. Yeah. Holy <laughs> ship. Let's get oh, out of no. here. So, yep. Uh, Ahura says, are we going to make a report? And he says, well, let's wait until we are out of range. And they have this whole conversation, like, how far is out of range for this guy? And they're like, I don't know. Out of the solar system. We'll figure it the fuck out. Keep going, dipshit. I don't care about the report right now. Run. So at this point, things are crazy. And the Yaman walks up in her stupid purple dress. And she doesn't have, like, the hairpiece on anymore, but she still has the wig. And in the wig are set like all of these purple gems. And I did like those. I I am a sucker for like if you put gems in hair. I love it. Like that's good. But her face was fucking stupid and I hate her. And it's not her fault. 
But well, I, and she still has her dumb dress on. I think yeah. that's the real problem. Is that and like, then she's just like, permission to go change, sir? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Of and course, dummy. Yeah, you probably shouldn't wear that dress on the bridge because no one will take you seriously, yeoman. Yeah, this is a I, fucking professional environment. Yeah, we have uniforms here. Yeah. Do you think you're professional right now, sweetheart? Yeah. Ugh. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was so dumb. So she gets yeah. changed, and she then we never permission hear to again. change her clothes. Yeah. And then we do. Um, we never hear from her again. That's yeah. it. And, like at this point, like, why do you have to ask for permission to go change? Like, one, no one needs coffee right now. So why are you here? Yeah. And two, like, you're a strong, independent woman. You can make your own choices here. You're probably at this point not on duty anymore. But like, <laughs> he does take his clipboard. Oh, that's why she was there. That's she was there to take his clipboard, whatever the clipboard was. That's what she was doing. Yeah. With her oh, fancy dress. And I she did right there, looking all yeah. like, "Oh my god, I'm so pretty." Yeah. It doesn't. It does. It gets worse though, Carrie. I didn't realize I wrote this in my notes until I read my notes. But <laughs> Kirk says it's time to turn in your glass slippers. Ugh. Like anyway, um, <laughs> I think Bones comes up and he's like, "It's hard to believe that ever happened." Um, and then suddenly Gothos, which is the planet they were on, which is why yep. this is called the Squire of Gothos, just like appears out of nowhere and is like chasing them around yep. the solar system. <laughs> it's like stalking them. And yeah. they're a ship and it's a giant fucking planet and they cannot get away, get away from it. Because it's real fucking it, fast. Yeah, Spock calls it a game of cat and mouse. And then Kirk says, well, we're the mouse. Like, who the fuck did you think you were, Kirk? Like, did you need to clarify that you're the mouse? You're yeah. being chased by a fucking planet. Yeah. We know you're the mouse. You're clearly the mouse. Yeah. So it keeps interfering with whatever course they try to set to get away. And Kirk's like, fuck it. I'm just going to beam down. And Bones is like, uh, no, you can't do that. And Kirk's like, we don't have a choice. I'm going to do it. I'm going to beam down. So he does. He beams down. He's like, I got to do this because I'm the captain and I got to sacrifice myself for all y'all. my bitches. ship. Yeah, this is my, my ship. ship. I'm the captain. Ship. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's Kirk's ship. He's the captain. Yeah. Uh, he, he goes down into a, a dark room um, and you hear uh, Trelane's voice and he says, the prisoner can approach the bench and so kirk does that and you see like this bright light shining on kirk and they obviously have like a noose in front of the light so there's like a shadow of a noose yeah which is kind of cool it's a a good scene like cinematography wise it's good but it's also well it's kind of shitty too because he has this like really pretty wooden half circle yeah it would be like a bench except for it's in this very gray weird room it's completely out of place oh yeah it's very much like they just like took one slight prop from a courtroom and were like to stand at this (laughs) Um, and then they took the other prop which was supposed to be the like judge's podium or whatever it is that they sit at and this is where Trelane is with his big old wig and his like javelin that's what it's called right no it's not javelin what's it called gavel I like javelin (laughs) 
Well, that's but that's not the same thing. thing. I think it's a gavel. Yeah. Okay. His little hammer is the hammer. Let's we can call it a gavelin. <laughs> let's, let's just compromise our words. You know We're what? Trying. I'm not tied. You're not tied to your word. I'm not tied to my word. Let's <laughs> just put them together. It's a gavelin. It's a gavelin. Yeah. Either way, he has that little judge's hammer. Uh, which I'm now imagining is some sort of spear type hammer. And yeah. he is um he says that he's going to read him all of his charges and Kirk's like, enough games, and he's like, You are charged with this and this, and he's like, treason against a superior authority. Yeah. Um and Kirk's just like and he says, how do you plead? And Kirk's like, dude, let the Enterprise go. Like, this is stupid. Yeah, this, oh, this isn't is about stupid. pleading. Just yeah. like, I'm not here for uh-huh. judgment. Yeah. Fuck you. Let me go. Um, and so Kirk says, take me and let the Enterprise go. He says this numerous times. Um, and then Kirk gets a little frustrated. He's like, fine, fuck it. I did it. Like, whatever. And the guy's like, ah, you admit it. You are guilty. And he's like, sure, if that's what gets you to do what I need you to do, I'm yeah, guilty. I'm fucking guilty. Look at what? me, I'm a piece of shit. Let yeah. me know. Yes. Um, and so at this point, he says, okay, you're guilty. Um, and now you're going to hang by your neck until you're dead. And we go, and then I, in my notes, I actually wrote, I wish. <laughs> I wish I hang by my neck till I'm dead. Uh, wish he would hang by his neck until he was dead no offense to William Shatner I'm sure that he is redeemable in some way but Kirk sure whatever I don't actually wish Kirk would die I want to point that out I I, we're really looking for a redemption arc at this point yes I am not death just a redemption arc at some point in time just try yeah just anything to make him more likable would be good at this point because we'll go to Shira here and like Katra gets a redemption arc. Hordak gets a redemption arc. You Everybody give, gets a can, redemption arc. You can give the hero of your story a redemption arc. Yes. <laughs> Anybody can be a better person if they just want it. Just a uh, tiny bit. Just like, could he just like get a little bit better? Could there, I would just, maybe it'll get better. Uh, so at this point we go to a captain's log, which is again, Spock. And he says that he's got no word from Kirk. Oh, and actually, before Kirk left, he did give Spock um, orders. And he said, if you don't hear from me within so many hours, like, you you have to leave. One hour. One hour, yeah. One take, hour. The sh- take the ship and leave. Um, so Spock says, I've got no word from Kirk. I'm going to soon be forced to leave per his instructions because Spock is very logical and he will follow yeah. his captain's orders, as he should. And we go back to the court. And uh, Kirk had been kind of a dick to Trelane, and Trelane got really mad. I know, and that's why that's why he said you're guilty and you're going to hang by your neck till you're dead. And at this point, he's like, "Oh my gosh, that was so fun! Like I felt like so mad at you. I felt like all this rage, and I loved it. Yeah, I I was like, that was so intense. Holy shit! Oh my god, god." well, you have to die now. <laughs> and so he grabs his like ex- executioner's mask. And it's like, and I do want to point out at this point, like we, sh- we haven't talked a whole lot about his look aside from saying like, maybe inspired by like Liberace. Quite. Or, 
Yeah, but he had great hair. Like he oh, had, yeah, he did. But he had like it was very thick and full and and dark and had like good curls to it. And then he also had these like mutton chops that were like if like Giant. in 2004, like I would have been like those. Like yeah. I in 2004 and these were like they were good they're good sideburns so not important he grabs his executioner but mask. relevant it's yeah. still relevant it's he's got relevant. some fucking chops on him yeah he did have some some chops uh kirk at this point is just kind of like goading him on again and he he calls him a fool and he's like murder's fine but like where's the sport in that like you're wasting such an opportunity and so Trillane's like, okay, what are your suggestions for this? And like, how can I get more sport out of this? And at this point, this sentence made no sense to me. He says, a personal conflict between us, not like before, but real stakes, life or death, like my life. And like, okay, so you're, you dueled before. What yeah. are the stakes of a duel? Like, is that not but life or death? Apparently, it's a human life. Oh, it was yeah. a human life before. It's real stupid. It's so dumb. Like, and he's just like, okay, cool. And so he like pulls out a sword and he's all like ready to stab him. He's like, no, you can do better than that. What about a hunt? And they kind of turn it into like a perfect game thing, which is how. I think Tally Ho really plays well into like. Yeah, I think that's where like just us not knowing what that word meant yeah. comes in later because it's there's, yeah. there's, there's a hunt. Yeah, there is a hunt for sure. And he's like, okay, you can go hide and then I'll come find you. Like, this is great. I love it. Oh my God, it's so fun. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, let's up the stakes even more. And how about I will. I'll make this a real challenge for you. And you let the Enterprise go. And he's like, uh-huh, sure, whatever, fine. Okay, go hide. And he, like, snaps his fingers and he puts him outside. And Kirk, like, immediately tries to call the Enterprise. And can't get through. So I don't know why he thought he could just get through to tell the Enterprise Obviously. to go. never yeah. could before. Why is it going to work now? It did not work before. <laughs> like, why? Why? So he doesn't get a hold of them and then suddenly the guy pops out of nowhere and he's like go and they have like a muscle tussle sword fight type thing um and he's like you'll have to try harder because this is too easy it's like you Kirk doesn't have a weapon at all this guy has a sword it's like a long sword well it's like create whatever he wants and freeze people (laughs) like this is his reality he's just oh so anyway he runs and hides again and he tries to call the enterprise again um and then it's it's literally just like a back and forth like running and hiding type thing and there's this point where um trelane is standing there and by the way trelane's outfit we didn't talk about this either when he's not wearing his jacket you can see the back of his shirt and it's it's literally like he put his shirt on backwards it buttons up the back and like the collar in the front is like straight across with like a just like one button sewed on the neckline. Yeah, but it's and very poofy sleeves. It's the yeah. whole thing doesn't make any sense. 
like if, if anybody wants to explain to us at some point not that a lot of people are going to listen to this but like is that a thing 900 uh, years from 200 years from today did shirts no. button up the back what's that did i miss it like no we probably did we're just we don't know we're so dumb we're so dumb we're just women whatever whatever we're uh, just so dumb. so they are doing this and then kirk like so he's standing by a tree branch this is important with his sword out like looking for kirk and kirk runs up and he grabs onto that tree branch and kicks his feet out and knocks the sword out of trillane's hand and he's like i'm having so much fun like this is so great and so he like grabs the sword and like swings at trillane who disappears and then he comes back yeah he's just like and then he's back and he's like oh touche but don't forget like this is my first time playing so like i didn't like i'm gonna get better and so he's like let's fight again run 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 and so they like have like another kind of sword fight but it's very dramatic and kirk runs away and he's trying to call the enterprise and he can't but he's like by the door of the castle at this point and you hear the guy calling to him and he's like tally ho because he like knows he kind of has him trapped yeah so kirk's like on the doorstep of the castle and he goes to run to the left i guess it would be stage left uh, or stage right he runs he goes to run stage right and then like yeah. bars appear out of nowhere like cage bars so he goes Aww. and runs stage left Aww. and bars appear out of nowhere and he's stuck at the door and at this point trelane believes that this means he's won he's like i did it i fucking caught you you're, you're trapped. trapped. You have nowhere to go. Yeah, you have nowhere to go. And Kirk's like, no. Like, I refuse to believe this. Like, um, I um, am not defeated. That's yeah, what he says. So, like, you may be winning, but I am not defeated. Yeah. And he's, he, I think he's mad at this point because Trillane has refused to let the ship go still. Um, and he's like, that was not our agreement. Like, and he's like, I can do whatever I want. And I want all of your people to come down here and play with me, too. So I can chase them around with swords and try to kill yeah, them. Yeah, I also want to kill everybody you know. That would be just, so much fun. I just want that. And why can't you let me have it? Yeah, um, he's so good. It would be great if you could do that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And so Kirk's like, just no, I'm not going to let you do that. And he, like, takes the sword from him and he breaks it. And Trillian's like, that was nice. Over his knee. He, like, <laughs> yeah. takes it and just, like... <laughs> the sword he just snaps in half and he throws it he throws the two pieces away yeah and he's like no you don't get to do that you broke my sword and i'm mad and then kirk smacks him across the face and and he's like complaining more he's like you didn't play right you didn't do it right and i'm so mad at you and then there's these green lights up in the sky they're like blobby orbs blobby, of blobby something with voices coming out of them. Yeah. And they're like, Chilane, it's time to come inside. You've been a bad boy. And it's, it's really stupid, guys. It's yeah, you're so a terrible, stupid. terrible child. Yes. And he's like, I don't want to go in. It's his fault. Like, I don't want to go in. Yeah. And so, and then he's like, um, I'm still studying my predators. And the the dad voice, I guess, is like, they're not predators. Like, they're living beings. And, and then the mom comes in and she's like, you can't have pets if you're not going to take care of them. 
Um, and he's like, I was doing whatever, I was doing fine. And he's like, I would have won. I would have, I would have, I would, I would, I would. Very reminiscent of the end of Charlie X, except yeah. that in this case, I think this guy deserves to go be taken away and have no but it's still <laughs> It's still super creepy in that, like, they they hold the camera on this person going, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would. And then he disappears eventually. Yeah. Like it's, blah, blah, blah. But it's definitely like, there, there's these parents are like, oh, God, our you're so shitty, you piece of shit, kid. And the God piece of shit kid's like, no, I'm so, I would have been awesome. And they say this one line, which I kind of think is interesting, because they called uh, the humans the superiors because they have spirits. Yeah, they said they have spirit. They're superior beings. Yeah, they're superior beings. And so, like, it kind of, like, brings in this, like, oh... Are they not superior beings because they're only energy or whatever? Because well, I was I was hearing it just as just my personal like what I took away from it was like they're not animals. I guess like I think it was it felt more like a frontal lobe type thing. Like they have yeah. consciousness. They are aware that they are being so they're superior to maybe other predators that you yeah. have. You yeah. normally fuck that with. makes sense. He's like a little kid with a magnifying glass. It's just like frying ants. Oh, uh, but so you can't. Shitty. Yeah, it is shitty. But like, I guess maybe ants. It's okay to fry ants, but you can't like beat up a kitten. Like maybe we were more like kittens to them. I don't exactly know. Yeah, I, then, I the way that I kind of heard it and thought about it was like, oh, they're like, we don't have souls because we're just energy, and they these guys have. They're people. They they have some sort of like yeah. soulish about them. So they definitely said spirit. They said they have spirit. Yeah, it was and, it was an interesting point, but yeah. also the whole time it's just these two like parental figures, a mom and a dad. Because it's the '60s, you can't have yeah. a dad and a dad or like a mom and a dad. Yeah, it was very heteronormative. Unlike Shira, which is so include. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. I oh. but you're not wrong. I, I know. know. But, or like the Dragon Prince, which also isn't uh, heteronormative, which is also uh, good. But good. in this one, they're like, it's just definitely the dad's like, well, we shouldn't have. And the mom's like, we just let him have too much, you know, yeah. free space. And we gotta, you and the dad's forget. like, we gotta, we gotta punish him because he's being a fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry, we'll punish him. Yeah. Yeah, which is not at all how you parent. I don't know if you guys are all. But in the that's, in the sixties though in the sixties you just beat the weird out of them yeah and that's what they definitely are like oh you piece of shit. shit you don't get anything fun anymore yeah you don't get to torture living beings anymore yeah okay. not at all so they also say um, you're free to go we'll give you the life support you need to get back to your ship like we're really sorry for any inconvenience this caused <laughs> like, yeah oopsies no are bad. Please forgive us. So Kirk calls the ship. And Spock's like, oh, hey, Kirk, I'm so glad you're alive or whatever. And he beams him back on board. And everything's fine. Suddenly, Ahura has them cleared for normal approach to whichever place they were supposed to be delivering stuff. Like, everything's good to go and fine. And we have this stupid fucking conversation where Spock says... 
for the record, like, how should we describe or classify, like, this being that we've encountered? And Kirk says, a god of war. And he's like, well, that seems like a strange entry. Or no, he says, um, like, I don't think that quite fits. And he says, yeah, well, a small doesn't. boy. A small boy and a naughty one at that. And he says, well, that's a strange entry. And Kirk says, well, then he's a strange small boy. And I'm sure that you have memories like this, Spock, from when you were just a young, lively chap that tortured baby animals. And and girls. And like, like little girls' curls and ink. Ugh. Yeah, don't remember. Don't you remember being a prankster as a child yeah. when you were just like needlessly cruel? Yeah, don't you remember that? Don't you remember that? Uh, and then Kirk's like, or Spock says, me? Like, you think I did that? And Kirk's yeah, like, no. Oh, I... Please forgive me. Like, of course, you would never do that. You would never have been that child. And it's so stupid. And that's like literally, and then like Spock like raises an eyebrow. And I think it's supposed to be one of those like <laughs> laugh track yeah. moments. And that's the end of the episode, which is yeah. Just dumb. Thank you guys for listening. We very much appreciate you. Um, Thanks for getting through all of our tangents with us. Yes. And live long and prosper. Yes. (laughs) Okay.